0: Hey friends, and welcome to a long overdue episode of Kim Speak, the podcast about mostly me, with your host, me, Kim Cormier. It's, it's been a long time since I came around. It's been a long time, but I'm back on the podcast. Um... Yeah, so what's been up, uh, Buttercups? Yeah, um, not much has been up for me. I got a job that I start in like a week. I, um, have been. Feeling, political feelings, that I'm gonna not talk about today. the The reason I made the reason I sat down on the podcast today was to like talk about stuff that I think a little bit, and then I w- I was looking through my tweets and I was like, oh god, like I'm great. I didn't actually I didn't think that. I thought I'm funny, and then I was like, you know, I think that a lot of times. I say things I totally mean and people think that I don't mean them and this like happens in my like personal interactions too is that like I say hyperbolic things hyperbolic quote unquote things that like people sort of assume that I mean them hyperbolically i guess or like I mean I mean them as a figure of speech and like technically maybe I'm using a figure of speech, but I mean that so literally it hurts. Like I don't. When I say forever, for example, I dead ass mean that shit. I mean until till till these bones go dry, bitch. Like I don't know. So stuff like that, and then it makes me sad and like fuels my issues with like intimacy and trust i'm like i said i they said this and you're like oh but that's just that's just the word that's just poem and i'm like no it's not just poem no <laughs> anyway so I'm, I'm gonna read my tweets and um this is hopefully not gonna be as moody of a podcast episode knowing me that's a fucking lie um sorry Bryce has texted me um but I what was I saying oh I'm chronically ill <laughs> and it's it's not sunny outside anymore it's oh I didn't set the scene it's 10 48 p.m I'm in my bed uh, Martha's on the floor the lamps are on because when I turn them off I cry so here we are let's see I can only scroll back as far as for January 4 April. I think I already started the podcast in April. We're gonna see if there's anything interesting, but I hoped I was hoping I could go back to older tweets. I might have to like request my um my archive, which I've done long ago. So I don't know if these will be as funny. Maybe I should dead this idea. um because i mean these this is all like pretty depressive not gonna lie oh this is funny i just shaved both arms in the shower because i was bored but the water was nice and now i feel like a hairless cat true oh then the next one just saw a guy pushing a stroller while riding a hoverboard feeling both confused and delighted to be alive that was quite interesting like he because like the the hoverboard like just rolls and so he has both hands on the stroller and the stroller is rolling and he's rolling it was just like a lot to take in the baby looked peaceful though The baby did indeed look peaceful. This is so real. Oh, who decided that D and S go next to each other on a keyboard? Like, that's one finger slip from something being past tense or plural, an embarrassing offense. You know what I mean? Like, D and S, like, they're right. Like, you press the wrong one, and all of a sudden you're using the wrong verb tense. Verb tense disaster. yeah um uh thinking about ordering dumplings thinking about martha sniffing me and thinking i'm dead my boyfriend is texting me okay like, let's talk about that for a second so i'm officially like i don't even know i guess i guess i have a boyfriend now but like Uh, okay we're not monogamous so that's a thing but like i'm not interested in seeing other people like he is polyamorous so he can do whatever he wants and that's fine with me i just don't want to know about it which maybe i've i haven't like is that me trying to live a fantasy that we are monogamous i don't know like you know is me not wanting to hear about it he he had a girlfriend when i met him when we began to to be involved with each other so like I was kind like, we weren't together together, I but I was kind of his, like, second girlfriend. But I don't know how I would feel if while we were together, he got a second girlfriend. You know what I mean? I'm okay being the second girlfriend. I don't want to be the first girlfriend because I don't want him to have shiny new toys. I, because then it's like, I'm, I'm Woody. And then there's, like, fucking Buzz Lightyear over here getting all the fucking attention and, and like, compassion and gentleness that I just coaxed out of him again, you know? So, uh, he's also a lot older than me. He's not a lot older than me. He's eight years older than me that registers a lot if you know how old we are <laughs> um but yeah i just don't know cuz we just had like a very intense friendship for a while i couldn't call it like totally romantic it's like totally romantic it's just like <sighs> a very like intense passionate friendship It's like I was in love or anything, you know what I mean? But, like, we we were just so... But I don't know if we are together because it feels a little bit like sliding our relationship to call it a friendship. You know what I mean? Like, something about saying he's my friend is not enough to encompass everything That, that there is there. And so like saying my boyfriend, I don't know how I feel about that, feels closer or my partner feels closer. I don't know. I'm still not over my past two relationships. I say that all the time and I hope people don't think I'm crazy. It's not like I actively like am dying to get back together with my exes, but like the thing about it is if I were to be with any of the people who I could who I could be with like who I know I wouldn't like be doing polyamory I would go be with them in monogamous relationship you know what I mean so I don't know um, and also like they don't want me so that's fine so like I'm I'm learning how to be okay with that 'Cause I'm like I'm like you and I I told this boy, oh my god, I was like you and I are endgame. Like I just believe that, I just believe that. Like when everything comes down to it I think it's gonna be you and me. And I said that and I meant that. That's another thing I meant about hyperbole, like people think because I, I like words that way and I write and stuff, that like I don't mean shit that I say. Like, that wasn't, you know, I don't know. I, I really did mean that. I still can, I still do. I don't, I don't change my mind very often either. So, yeah, I still believe that, which is sad. Didn't I say this wasn't supposed to be sad? I don't know. I still believe I'm going to be with one of my ex-boyfriends when I die. And so part of me is just waiting for that to happen and that's sad um let's look at these tweets (laughs) oh why are chips and salsa not sold with proportion in mind the cycle of buying more chips to use with my surplus salsa and then more salsa to use with my surplus chips is eating me alive that's the truth that's what i'm saying all of this this is not just ideas like these are the truth I don't know. These aren't that funny. When he calls you comrade, but you want him to call you baby. uh, Less than sign, less than sign, less than sign. That was about Bryce. He did call me baby, but not like how I wanted Mm. Yeah, like this is all when I was depressed in quarantine in Boston. So like A, these are things that probably the 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 podcast has heard of or about. Before. I have a type, it's boys who remind me of Max from a Goofy movie. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, all my exes live in Texas and remind me of Max from a Goofy movie. Um. (laughs) That was kind of funny. Not like what I just said was kind of funny. Um, oh no, I lost my tweets. This is just turning out so badly. I'm so sorry. I don't know if I'm going to publish this. I feel like I might just Easter egg uh, podcast if, any, if anyone just wants to hear a voice, talk, and have nothing to contribute, then I'll um, post this podcast. I have a headache right now and that's a part of why i don't think i'm contributing anything good to the world um what about let's talk a little bit while i scroll i've been working on trying to with bryce uh start a mutual aid organization in houston so that we can get um, consistent money for restaurant workers Oh, i found it restaurant workers who want to strike um which is important to me um restaurant workers don't have any unions so uh, my my boyfriend does work in a restaurant right now he's a uh, he, he works in a restaurant um but yeah and his restaurant a restaurant close by like he's always like very active and talking to, like his coworkers and stuff about communism and trying to expose them to theory and like the idea of unionizing and striking and I don't know people are holding back and I just really want to organize and it's difficult. I like boys who give me mousse lacroix vibes. That's very true. I've been playing Tetris for, like, three hours. Help. Um, Okay, so... Every time I think about Tetris, I think about my... Junior? Junior year of high school. When uh, I decided that I would stage manage a show in high school called Truly Departed. Uh, All my friends, obviously, were in it. I was like, I don't want to be in this shit. I stage managed. And it went pretty freaking well. Um, But... It, it was like a nightmare like i made it all happen but it was a nightmare um and so one night you know the stage the side stage door to like in the wing to like the hall of the arts wing is where the dressing rooms are and stuff so i'm like you know on calm communicating with people in the booth i'm backstage doing my thing looking for an actor named reese grover i can't fucking find reese grover for his cue if you're in the dressing rooms comms are on so you should be able to hear what's happening so you can go but instead of being in the dressing room or backstage or somewhere where he's supposed to be i was like where is reese somebody find him i can't leave because i have to call Cues." and then uh, someone finds reese grover on a computer somewhere playing tetris and he got back backstage and i want i saw him and i saw red and i wanted to murder him he almost gave me a heart attack because he wanted to play tetris and that's it Great story. (laughs) Um, Yeah, a lot of this is just like... Just remember the Alamo. A lot of times when I think about the Alamo, I think about the fact that they say remember the Alamo. And so naturally, when I think about the Alamo, I just remember the Alamo. Like, I did it, guys. I remembered. Like... See that's that's the the funny thing about remembering as um I guess a small action versus like let's embed this in history. I know they meant like like let's put this into like let's we cannot collectively forget this happened. But like, it feels sometimes like remember this, remember. It feels like uh my mom mink remember to remember to get black pepper from the store. So I'm in the store and I didn't write it on my list and then I remember and I go I remembered. It feels like that when you say remember remember the Alamo. I go hmm the Alamo and I go oh I remembered. I think my first crush was Dennis Quaid in The Parent Trap. And that probably says a lot about me. That got four likes. So I hope people understand. My first crush was Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. I'm an actor. I should be able to talk. My first crush was Dennis Quaid in The Parent Trap. Uh, He was pretty good looking in The Parent Trap. And I think... Okay, actually, it's kind of fucked up to say about me. Because I was like a kid. But like... Post-kid. I've always liked older men. And now it's just a, a weird thing. Because like the men who are the age. I would consider. Like a little old for me. Like it won't really make much sense. Until I turn like 24 or 25. It gets less like weird to outside people. But okay I have. I have uh, finsta to about this. I just have an issue with people like. Being like oh like. When. I've been seeing or, like, around my boyfriend for a long time, so people know his name, like, who he is, and he also looks a bit younger than his age, so when I tell people how old he is, they just get, like, he's grooming you, he's, and, like, like, I don't know, he's not, I really care about him, he really cares about me, he teaches me things. He holds me, and I like it, and why can't that be enough, you know? oh my god what was I? I i could have been under the influence because this was in may quarters be like e pluribus unum and i'd be like hmm sounds deep and i i respond to the tweet and i go more like pluribus pussy open <laughs> okay on that note merry sunday and to all a good night Also, I wish I would have stuck with the, the catchphrase. Big mistake, huge. <laughs> Big mistake, comma huge. I love that for me. A uh, thread about being upset about Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo causes me has and always has caused me extreme anxiety, physically debilitating anxiety since I was like a small child. I know people hate playing Scrabble with me because I usually win, but, like, that's my only flex. I lose at everything else. Why can't I just enjoy the high of winning a game of Scrabble? I understand that. The thing about it is I really wanted to be high, and, like, I was, like, what would, like, give me a a fake high? And I was, like, winning Scrabble, like, winning, winning. (laughs) Winning. The only thing I win is Scrabble. So I was, like, Damn. I don't think I. Well, I didn't. Yeah, hi, so. Something happened. When you're just a small gal doing your best, which is really not great sometimes, but it's still your best, and people want to step on you because you're a small gal. My proudest moment is catching the bit of rice in my mouth that a hibachi chef tossed at me once. That's my biggest flex. That was homecoming my junior year. Sophomore? No, junior year. Thinking about the time my freshman year of college, when I was supposed to read to Aristotle for homework, but instead watched Charlie's Angels full throttle. My justification was, at least it rhymes. Yep, that's the true story. I never do homework, that's the worst thing about me. No, it's not. I just never Why can't an apple a day keep the existential dread away? Great question. I always have an apple every day. Um, Currently experiencing existential dread. What if I got a cat and named it after myself, LMAO? Some, I I think about that a lot, actually. (laughs) What if Martha's name was Kim? Hello? (laughs) <laughs> That'd be the biggest fuck in the world. I want tea with a scone, but I don't have scones, so do I still make the tea? Is it worth it without a scone? Will I be fulfilled by just tea? Do I want to potentially feel the emptiness and longing for the scone if I am indeed unsatisfied by a lone cup of tea? It's all too much. Yeah. Is the glass... Is the glass do I want to risk pouring the the water into the glass with the risk that I might only have enough to fill it halfway? Then is the glass half full or is it half empty? You know, if I could just pour a little bit more than half, we won't have to have that debate. I don't know. Blackberry Cucumber Lequat tastes like therapy. Yes, it does why do hello kitty band-aids cost almost ten dollars feels unfair Mm-hmm. i don't know what this is about will anything ever go right for me stay tuned it went right it's all good haha jokes on me i don't know what that's about that's the day i came home I had a lot to say the day I came home. I was very um, upset. this is, like, all commie shit. I don't say a lot of commie shit on the podcast. I think I say enough, though. If you know me, I I just talk so much commie shit in real life that, like, I don't get on the podcast to talk. I might honestly talk to the boy... Um, I should start trying to use they them pronouns for them sometimes, but when I'm talking about one person' sometimes at at one in one instance, the inconsistency is like who are we talking about? but he does also use say them pronouns um anyway, he i want to talk to him about maybe making a podcast honestly i just want to see him more often and uh he's so much more concerned with politics and organizing and community than he is with me so if i can make both a thing like we're doing some i mean that's what we always do as far as trying to be organizers together but like if but like if i can physically get him in the same space as me to he also has a chronic illness so you know pandemic he's afraid for his life um to um, oh to anyway sorry my nails clicked the thing it probably made a noise um i don't listen to these back so i don't i won't know but um to get us into like the same space and like to spend time together has been difficult but if I make it about something that's not about us spending time together he's more likely to do it so if I say why don't we just start talking about communist stuff on my podcast like we'll make an episode he might come do it (laughs) I might be able to make make him uh love me I don't even I can't I do I I love him very deeply, but like I said, it's like uh it's a love I've never experienced before. I can't really call it just plain old romantic love. It it's very difficult. And I've um uh, it's just different. I won't say it's like the biggest love I've ever felt for anyone. Because it's not <laughs> that's so rude because it's not it's it's not um because i still haven't gotten over my past two boyfriends, um, for years but it is special that's the thing i think when i finally do decide that i really love somebody it is very very special and it kind of just like never goes away so it's it's like that thing of like if we're gonna do this like you have to stick around for a while because i can't have like this thing of where i feel like i'm i belong i feel like i still belong to those two people in a lot of ways might be an issue but like i can't feel like i belong to 15 people by the time i decide to like sell down with somebody you know I I really only date people seriously and I don't like meeting people with just the intent of dating them because those don't that doesn't last long in my experience and I can't have sex unless like I know you're gonna be around for a while because I don't I don't have any context for sex outside of like a loving relationship so to just do it means that like i'm not going to respond well to that so i'm just not going to do it i haven't been laid in a very long time we'll put it that way very very long time uh with that with that being said how long have i been fucking yeah running my fucking trap 30 minutes perfect so uh i hope that this combination of confusing uh, pauses and silence incoherent sentences and tweets has been okay for you and maybe you just like hearing my voice which would make me happy Sort of okay, um uh from wherever you are, I am wishing you uh a lot of I'm wishing you luck with whatever you're doing. I'm wishing you um what's the opposite of i guess the opposite of chaos is peace. I wish you peace all the time. I wish everybody as much like personal peace as they can muster up out of this hellhole world but um, yeah luck peace um, companionship friendship um, those things are important and I've been enjoying having a companion friend around <laughs> uh okay uh good night and peace and love signing off on maybe one of the less depressing episodes of this podcast all right i I should have anyway i have to stop <laughs> peace and love